Hi guys, I'm Liza, and this is the Parent Skills Podcast. All right, L- Liza, why are you oh. laughing? Why are you laughing? Well, it was just such an awkward introduction because Kurt is not here, and we just didn't oh, yeah. know if I should say this is Liza and this is Kurt, even though he's not here. We talked about saying this is not Kurt. You're Kurt, right. The room does seem a little empty. I was wondering what was different. Oh, my god! I couldn't figure it out. You're yes. right. Is There's no Kurt here. He is wrapping up summer strong. And so we are plugging onwards and upwards and continuing on with our weekly podcast. Nonetheless, sans Kurt, but we miss him dearly and hope he ends summer strong. But um, instead, or I guess it's still normal because yeah. you're always here. Absolutely. But instead of just being, what does he call you? Producer, friend, Jeremy, ministry, partner, spouse. Add all the adjectives. All those. All you get to like kind of fill in. So it's now Liza and Jeremy yeah. are here. Yeah. Hey, Kurt, I'm sitting in your chair right now. Hey, Kurt, I'm using your microphone. Wow. You can't do anything you're about it, Kurt. Filling, filling in the gaps. Yeah, my I goodness. guess I am. I don't know. Yes, but um, we are wrapping up our summer here. Our kids are going back to school by the time this airs, what, in like a week or two, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know about you guys, but it has been, at least in our household, a refreshing and very full summer. I think in a lot of ways, especially coming out of the contrast of last summer with COVID, right? That everything was shut down last summer and it was a lot, a lot of 24-7 family time of hikes and the pool and the six of us 24 7 and now was we a have, lot. it was great and it's wonderful and don't get me wrong there are days that i pine for and miss the uh what's the word the quarantine the the life just at home with the six of us but no more pining the summer was all about kind of back in business and yeah the church has reopened and there's sports and stuff with friends and yeah. well we went to SeaWorld just yesterday and it was like yes it was pan a what? world yeah it was a world it was completely back so all back. yes it's all good but it's also a uh, knowing that how do we not just fully go back quote unquote to just craziness and so i think that was definitely an adaptation this summer with some traveling with like we said some church events and vbss and fun with friends, but I know that we are both ready for our kids to be back in school, as I'm sure many of you parents are as well. Um, Maybe some of you already are back in school. I believe some schools kick off right at the beginning of August. We here in Southern California are, what, like mid-August? We're a little later because of where our kids go Still depends on the district, yeah. Yes, yes. But back to school. And so with that thought, we could do some kind of back to school, back to routines talk. I know um, it kind of works out anyway. We were going to do this, Kurt and I, but regardless, I think that you and I are a good Mm -hmm. yin and yang opposite of talking about kind of the back to school routines, but also the not so routines. Because I know for me, I am the lover of all things plans and schedules and routines. That's not just in my maternal nature, but my leadership nature um, and Jeremy's probably a little bit better on the, let's just spontaneously do this or let's go out of the norm and do something fun like this. So we want to encourage you guys as you go back to school and what that would look like. So 
Should we just get started? Yeah, go ahead. What do you got? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I'm I'm gonna spontaneously go with you. So go ahead. Oh my goodness, yes. We joke that even preparing for this one in lieu of Kurt's absence, that it's like, well, I will have some points, and you will just be you and fill in the gaps. If I'm gonna be spontaneous, spontaneity guy, I gotta do the (laughs) spontane spontaneously. I can't talk right now. Yes, it's a big word. Mm -hmm. So just live it up fully. So I think one thing for sure is to just encourage you guys as parents is. Have a centralized place where everything is clear. And so for you and if you have a spouse or partner in the situation, I would say clear communications. Maybe it is a Google calendar, your iCalendar. Maybe it's an old-fashioned paper calendar that is hanging on the wall, but something so that you and your partner can get on the same page because nothing is more stressful than when it all sits on one parent as far as transportation or reminders about appointments or things like that. And so... I know in our household, that is something that we literally live and breathe off of just because we both work. Um, We have four kids that have this season, they're going to be having five different sports teams and four different school schedules. And so it can get overwhelming. And it would be super easy to just say they are not going to be involved in anything. Like we don't have time. Mm -hmm. I don't have the, the sanity. But, you know, we choose to have them be pretty involved in a lot of stuff, hopefully not to the point of over exhaustion but that's the beauty of the calendar but but that would be one thing that yeah. i would encourage you in is to not only talk about with your partner or your spouse but also having it visible to your kids that's something that we really did that helped our kids coming out of covid i think is they knew what to expect now we did learn that if we were too what's the word i'm looking for like literal that sometimes our less flexible children we're not so flexible. Like, well, you said that this was happening at 5 p.m. on the calendar and it's mm-hmm. now 530. And what do you mean we can't do this? So we've gotten a little bit looser. But still, the idea was to at least put on a whiteboard in our kitchen for our kids what they could expect for that day. They knew if they had soccer practice. They knew if they had this assignment that they had to start to work on. Whatever it is, just so then everybody was on the same page with the kids and your spouse. Yeah, and I'll, I'll add some. It's sort of a... A, a no duh kind of a thing to say, but I think I'll just say it is you got to also have not just the calendar, you need a keeper of the calendar mm-hmm. who's going to be the person that's going to keep it. More than likely, if you're listening to this and you're getting very excited about this idea, it's probably it is you. you. <laughs> yeah, it's probably you. And and that doesn't mean that when you're the other person, because Liza, you're the keeper of the calendar for us. However, that doesn't mean that I just whatever sideline and yeah absolutely mm -hmm. like hey i got stuff coming up i'll add some to the calendar or we'll talk about what's coming down the pipe or anything like that so but ultimately you know you're the one that's taken the charge on that because yeah you're the one that's most passionate about it yeah and it might be even setting aside a time to talk about it or to prep food whatever it is um but i think that's always key right is not just taking it for granted but really making sure that you guys have a time that's set aside. So like for us, we do it often just because of our meeting schedules and all that. But maybe it's even for a lot of families, we know that Sundays are a great time to prep. So maybe it's getting on the same page with the calendar. Maybe it is prepping your meals and stuff for the week. No, those are ideal, right? We have those weeks. Today is a great example. We ran to Chick-fil-A because we just don't have a plan for the week. It was a little crazy yesterday, but that doesn't mean that now the whole week's out the window. Mm -hmm. Setting aside the time. Um, what about for you, Mr. Spontaneity? Mm-hmm. What would you throw well, in there for you know, the school year? S- something that I would say about that is is definitely look for the surprises. And by that, what I mean is look for those moments where you do break the routine. Like 
intentionally break the routine. I don't mean that you just derail everything, but, um, you know, hey, normally we might be doing, you know, we, we get up in the morning, we go to have breakfast, we go brush our teeth, whatever, we get ready for bed, and then we go out mm-hmm. the door. Um, maybe change it up a little bit. Like one thing that we did at the end of the school year last year, and I want to do more this school year, is I, I took time just to walk each of the kids to school. Now, we live a little further away from our kids' school. We're about a mile away. Well, that's closer than probably yeah. some. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and that may or may not be reasonable for yeah. you to do. But something different to break up. Yeah, break it typical up. Typical carpool routine. Yeah, I'm not saying that's what you always do. Yeah, find what you do that you do on a regular basis and find a way to change it. Because um, you're, what you're going to find with that is you're going to find more relational opportunities uh, where you're connecting with your kids. And also it doesn't helps them not feel so much that it's all with, you know, they're just a machine on your schedule, on your timeline, just trying to keep moving forward on everything. But give them those special times. I mean, it might even be that thing of, hey, I'm going to bring you lunch to school. You know, whatever your school's policy is, I'm going to I'm gonna show up with lunch and, you know, I'm going to bring you the Chick-fil-A or whatever. You don't have to eat what's in your, in your uh, lunchbox. Or it might even be, Kurt will love this one, you know, hey, you go out and you, you pick a dessert after school. Just go on over, mm-hmm. go get uh, an ice cream or frozen yogurt, what have you. But um, don't always, you know, as much as you want to stick to your routine, find ways that you break the routine as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I love that you mentioned, Kurt, too, with one of our boxes of awesomeness that we did this last season. That's one of the examples he break, brought up is like breaking the routine of, right, you go to the Froyo shop and we typically just all order our stuff and go. But one of the mystery challenges he called it was to do ordering for somebody else. So you mm-hmm. all go for a, for each person's in line, but then you secretly draw names and like, well, I'm going to have to order for Audrey, but Audrey's ordering for Peyton and just down the line. And it's those simple things that that seems kind of like, ugh, I don't want to get right. I was already dreading that our littlest one had to pick for me, but what fun that it broke the routine. And even still today, as we go to frozen yogurt, it's like, can I order for you? And it's like, well, I'm going to trust that you know enough for me, or I'm just going to have a lot of sugar tonight either way. But I think that is that reminder is, yes, you need to set up a routine and have some sort of home base, so to speak, in a calendar, but also have those intentional breaks from the routine yeah. for sure. I think something else in the, that same vein almost that I would encourage you in, and I, I definitely need to take a little uh, of my own medicine, so to speak, is figuring out what you have to say no to. Because there are a lot of wonderful things, and I will always cherish this from uh, Pastor Tom Holliday when he shared it years and years and years ago in a message. But basically, there are so many things we can say yes to. A lot of those things are good. A lot of those things are even great. But are they all godly? And that doesn't mean now, so hear me out. That doesn't mean that if it's not biblically based. Like if our son is playing club soccer, it's not like he's praying and reading the Bible there, so now it's out. But it's saying, okay, what are the greatest things? Because if I'm saying yes to everything... They're probably not all great. It's just a lot of good things. But how do we weed out some of those to say no? And sometimes those are hard decisions. Like I know something that I had to say no to was serving in a ministry that I've done for a long time. And it was hard. And there was definitely a lot of resistance and definitely not a lot of excitement in that. But it's okay. But if I'm saying no to that, then I am saying yes to to something greater and even being more present with my kids or yes to something with them. So just really figuring that out. Again, it's a very delicate balance, right? But again, almost to Jeremy's point of maybe it's saying, you know, I know that there are different camps on this and and I'm that kid who had perfect attendance when I was growing up. So it was a, a paradigm shift. 
But maybe it's saying no to school one day just because you've got that child who's woken up and who's heartbroken over a breakup or you've got that kid who's just sad because they've missed you being at work, whatever it is, then sometimes it's okay to say, no, we're not going to go to school today and we're going to have a mental health day. Now I get it. There's some, there's different beliefs on that, but just bottom line, the idea is just what do you need to say no to in order to say your best yes to something else? Yeah. Well, very uh, on the coattails of that, as you're saying, what do you say no to? I see what you're saying. Say yes a little bit more. And what I'll say okay. to that, though, this is what I mean by that, is there are a lot of opportunities. This, this actually goes to a little bit what Kurt talks about with the window of opportunity. There are a lot of those opportunities. I'm sure you know what, you're, you know what I'm talking about right now, where your kids are inviting you into something. Uh, it might be, hey, come play with me at the playground. It might be, hey, while it's still summer, jump in the pool with me. It might be, come read a book with me. And how many times do we say no because, quite frankly, we just don't want to? Mm-hmm. Or we think or that there's I'm some, busy. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. or there's something else that is, quote, unquote, more important. And I, 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 always, I always find myself, I have to check myself on that. It's like, hey, I had a plan to go here and do this. This is what I was going to do. But our four-year-old right now wants me to come and play Legos with her or come and read or go on the playground with them or what have you. Uh, how important is what I was wanting to do? You know, assess that because maybe you do need to say yes to your kids a little bit more in that sense. Mm-hmm. Totally. Well, and I will brag on my husband since he's here, right, that uh, they're He's one of the best ones that we are having a pool party. He'll be the only adult in the pool or we're at the playground and he's one of the only adults playing. And then hence all the other kids want to play. But you're right. It's so easy as us adults to be like, well, we're talking with the other parents or we are busy. I have to finish this thing for work or I'm cooking dinner. So, yes, there are certain times that you might have to say, hey, I am finishing dinner. But, yes, I'd love to play that board game after. We do need to do this errand first, but yes, we will get to because you're right. I think we sometimes can easily separate the I'm adulting. And you're kidding, and that's not my job to do that right now mm-hmm. because you are able to swim, able yeah. to play on the playground on your own, well, able to. Yeah, well, it's, it's that reminder. Uh, somebody said this one way that I heard a long time ago, but it, it really resonated with me, is play is work for kids. It's like kids have to have that time to play. That is how they grow. That's how they process the world. That's how they bring it all in. And if you're taking time to play with them, you're not only building a more of a bond with them or a relationship with them, but you're also just help them to develop totally well we are going to keep this one shorter just because you are back to school and i'm sure you are busy buying shoes bags school supplies and all that fun as we are too needing to almost as a reminder jeremy do that but just a quick wrap up on have that home-based schedule communicate about the calendar with your partner with your kids so you're up front but also plan as weird as it sounds and those routines break from the routine But then also figuring out that balance of what do you have to say no to, prayerfully no to outside obligations so that you can say yes to more things and say yes intentionally to your kids more. Guys, thanks so much for joining us. Check out SaddlebackParents.com and in two minute tips. Yes, there are several tips talking about windows of opportunity and saying yes to your kids.